A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. I'm Helen Thorne. And I'm Ellie Gibson. Ellie, guess what? What? We've got Nadia from the Bake Off on the show. <laughs> I know, because she's literally sitting next to me. You <laughs> know, right? I've got no choice. You've, you've cornered me. Yes. <laughs> it's like a Nadia sandwich. Oh, that's one. a nice thought. Oh, <laughs> that could be a technical challenge one week, couldn't it? It could be. A Nadia sandwich. <laughs> well, it does contain mustard because I know the listener can't see us because this is audio, but we're all wearing mustard today. We are. Yeah. Bang on trend. I know, it's like, you know, when you get the bridesmaids who wear the same colour but all a different style. We've gone that, we've kind of styled out the we, mustard. We are just some weird, dysfunctional looking bridesmaids. Right yeah. Now. Or just, we're just middle aged women who marketeers know how to target. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's be we're honest. falling for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're so this season. Anyway, uh, Nadia, can you introduce yourself to the listener, please? Um, oh, goodness. How do I introduce myself? You I say, get my say... name is Nadia. Is that it? No. T- say, say things like you've done that's good. Oh, um, my name is Nadia Hussein, and I've got three great kids. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. But more importantly... More importantly... Never I mind that anyone can with... procreate. Yeah. No special awards for that, my dear. <laughs> Uh, you won the I, Bake Off. I did. I am Nadia Hussein and I won the Bake Off. No time for losers because she is the champion, yes. my friend. No prizes for second place. <laughs> but you did get quite a shit prize for first place, didn't you? What is the prize? Oh, it wasn't that. It was a cake stand. <laughs> <laughs> Whatevs. <laughs> I think that's... Because we know because we have Bryony on... We, we've got an episode with Bryony uh, from the Bake Off as yeah. well. And, uh, yeah, she said you didn't get paid. So you don't get paid for that time. No. Yeah, but you get a cake stand. But, I mean, at least I got a cake stand. Everybody else left with debt. With and tears. Debt and, and lots of tears. But we're here today because, I mean, you got a cake stand, but, you know, off the back of your fame and your excellent cooking, you got some book deals and telly shit, and look at you now. You're on our podcast. You fucking made it. <laughs> well, we get to swear on everything. Yeah. Oh, Say wow. all the swears you've ever... Do you, no, do you swear? No. no. Well, not really. Not that much. Ooh, you can Like, now. I have to get really angry. You're going to have to make me really angry. Ooh. I hate all your cakes. <laughs> How's that? I, yeah. I couldn't care less. <laughs> I've never eaten one of your cakes. I'm sure they're delicious. They look crazy. You don't have no. a crossbone in your body. No, no, I'm that's sure. an act. It's an act. It's yeah. When you've got kids, you just get really good at acting like you're like ping, and you're like you're yes. on it, and you you know what you're doing. Oh, I'm yeah. so glad you spilt the milk on the newspaper again. Yay! Yeah. Ooh, Yay. Such art. It's art like artwork. Yeah. Oh. No, no, I get I can get angry sometimes. Not often. All right, okay. all right. Ooh, ooh. You, you give me give me a bit of side eye. <laughs> I don't want to make you angry. Um, so we'll get into the book and we'll get into the bagel, but let's start with some basics. Nadia, please tell us about your family. 
Um, so I've got three kids, uh, and I live at home with my husband and my three kids and our four chickens and our budgie. Oh, yeah, six fish. Yeah. That's, that's, did, was that always the plan? You were like, I don't want one fish, I don't want six fish. That's no, we've the got number. Six little fish, and uh, we've got a budgie called Rafe, who's gorgeous because he's like a unicorn budgie. So he's not like he's he's gender neutral. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a modern world. It's no a, judgment. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. gender neutral. We're not sure who he is. Um, but he's, but called, he's happy. Not, he's called Rafe. He's called Rafe, and he's he's unicorn coloured. So he's oh. got like purples and pinks and blues. So he hasn't got that standard kind of budgie colouring where you're just all one colour he's a little bit of everything so he's he's great and his parents um, are supportive are they yeah yeah, yeah great. We're, we're happy um, we could do whatever he likes <laughs> could, you know we, we'll, we'll allow him to follow his dreams in, within the confines of a cage yeah <laughs> living his best life within a cage that's, yes. always. that's nice um, and uh, we've got four chickens got four chickens and like we didn't expect to have that many animals because my husband hates animals Oh, okay. Like, really hates animals. And, like, not and even... He, I say the word. I don't like that word very much, but he really, really does not like animals. He hates them. But you've got ten of them. We've got way too many. Um, <laughs> well, you can eat some of them. I feel like... Oh, you can't eat a budgie. That's but disgusting. You, chickens have been eaten in the past. They have. I do feel really bad when I'm, like... Like, <laughs> like you know, like, crunching at a carcass of a chicken. Yeah. For a chicken soup. And looking out at the chickens. I'm like, oh, I feel really bad. But then I eat it anyway. And he goes, long. Some people get accidentally pregnant. How, how do you accidentally end up with like six fish and a gay budgie? So, I <laughs> gender neutral. Sorry, gender neutral. Gender sorry, neutral. very different things. Don't label things. him, Ellie. Sorry. Don't label him. Oh, Race his own person. Exactly, his own, bird. <laughs> his own unicorn budgie. Confines. Yeah, sort of the cage of the cage. Um, so I said to my husband, like we, I love animals, and he doesn't like them. And I just said, it's either animals or another baby. And he said, animals. Yeah, well, it's not willing to have another one. No, I mean you can have animals killed, so I mean that's that's an easier option, I guess. Harder with kids. Yes, exactly. Right. Once you've had them. Well, speaking yes. of which, because I said tell, tell us about your family, and you you've just spent a lot more time telling us about your budgie and your I fish know. than your children. <laughs> well, the kids are a massive disappointment. <laughs> The animals are just a distraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah so three kids. I've got two boys, um, uh, 11 year old and a 12 year old, and my little girl who's eight, who, by the way, hates this um, and hates my job. And so the boys are like really cool. They're like, yeah, 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 that's her job. She does whatever she does. Whereas my little girl, every morning when I have to go off somewhere, if I've got my makeup on she's like oh no 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 she's going out she's going out um and so she looks at me, she looks at my face and if i've just moisturized she's like it's okay she's home today um, and that's about as far as i'll go when i'm at home just moisturize and if i've got makeup on she's like she's going out so she stands there like those creepy little like you know the the the, the little girls that, in horror movies that wear yeah. night dresses with hair all oh, in oh like their in the rain face, oh, yeah. oh. and she like limbs like heavy limbs she stands there and she goes <gasps> like that. in case the listener didn't hear that I wish you'd never want bacon oh my god like that Nadia yeah and how do you oh. how do you respond to that I just feel sorry for whoever she marries <laughs> can you imagine what she's going to be like as a teenager I let wish alone... I never married you <laughs> well we've all been there I know yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, she just she hates it yeah. absolutely she's the only person in the entire universe in the galaxy that does not like Mary Berry. Well, no, so, so that's what's good. Does she just hate the fact that mummy has to go to work or does she specifically hate the Bake Off and everything it stands she for? She does not watch it anymore. She right. refuses. 
Is that because of the, the big move? Well, or? she doesn't... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Disappointed I mean, about it going to Channel 4. Mm. I mean, well, yeah. I would be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's decided that she no longer wants to watch it anymore, so she doesn't watch it. But she thinks... She, at that moment when I won, she thought it was a job interview. So the people that gave me the job were Paul and Mary. So she's the only person in the whole wide world that does not like Mary Berry. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Mary Berry... I, well, doesn't like us because <laughs> we were doing the red carpet interviews uh, for the, um, what's it called? The TV Awards. It was just a Facebook Live thing. Let's not, let's not sugarcoat it. Um, but we, Mary Berry walked past us and we were wearing our signature gold cat suits and we're like, Mary, can we get an interview? You have signature gold cat suits? Do you not have a signature gold cat suit? Did well, you not no. get the memo? We will uh, put them on at the end of the podcast and then... That's, that's what we wear most days. We'll, we'll show you a picture. So we wear signature gold cat suits uh, and we also wear vagina cat suits as well on stage. We say, we sing very sweary songs. Um, but we were we were interviewing celebrities and Mary Berry walked past us. For real life vagina suits. Yes. <laughs> not made of vaginas. We look that like... That would be weird. That would be odd. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, but yes, so they've got like a furry hood... And they're hot pink, and they've got a zip up the so, front. Right, so do you look like you're birthing through the... No, a face looks kind of like a clitoris, and then, then the, the hood is the labia, very hairy labia. Right. Doesn't it look like you're just being born? Could, yes, a little bit, a little face coming through our holes, yeah. The wrong way, I suppose. Yeah. You, Nadia, are you either going to be sick or you're getting a new idea for a cake? Uh, <laughs> either one is fine. I have uh, a great idea for a cake. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Well, last Every year, bread needs yeast. Yeah. <laughs> what? Every bread needs yeast. Yes, she, she write that down. You yes. should put that on a picture quickie, of a sunset quick, and put quick. it on, on Facebook. Yeah, last year for our five year podcast anniversary, we had a cake that looked like giant fish fingers. Uh, so maybe this year we should have a fanny cake. Do you, I mean, are you available? I'm into that. Great. Let's do okay, it. let's. Right, brilliant. We've locked it in. What flavour? Oh. <laughs> Clam. <laughs> Mornay. Taco. <laughs> Badly pack kebab. <laughs> I could go on. You anyway, back to Mary Berry. Mary Berry. Okay, sorry. Yeah, so we, we were asking Mary Berry to have an interview, and we interviewed all talk, types of celebrities like Lorraine. Uh, let me just set the scene so you know vagina's going on right no, now. No, just a go- just very gold. classic, gold. classic gold. Okay. We interviewed, you know, like Lorraine, Eamon Holmes, Neil Morrissey, and then of course... <laughs> Shall we says we actually interviewed some quite famous, like really excited yeah, people. Like Fern Cotton. And she always lists Neil Morrissey in the top three as if he's as good as Rylan. Or, yeah. You know, but anyway. Yeah, anyway, anyway. So Queen Mary walks past us and we go, Mary, Mary, come and have an interview. And she just looked us up and down and walked away. And I went, we're not scary, Mary. And then she walked a little bit faster. Um, anyway, but you know, she'll come back to us. She'll you're rethinking back. the gold... No, no, maybe we shouldn't shout it at her. Maybe we shouldn't like that. Maybe, maybe it was too, went too hard, too quick. It yeah. was nothing to do with those gold. Probably. I try the vagina suit next. I think so. I, I, think, I, think, I think she's a daring luring. lady. Yes, yeah. exactly. You know, she goes for a bold M&S bomber. She can go for a vagina cat suit. <laughs> What's same, the difference, really? Same difference. Same yeah. difference. Exactly. <laughs> um, so do kids, so your kids don't like, well, your, your little girl doesn't like the bake-off. Do, do they like cooking, your kids? Are they into cooking and baking? Um, the eldest one loves cooking, does not like baking. Mm. The second one, my second son does not like, just label them one, two and three. So number one really, really likes cooking. And number two doesn't. Hates being in the kitchen, does not enjoy it at all. He can't see the point in eating. Um, oh he, my God. he just says, what's the point when you can play video games all day long? 
Have you explained, well, su- literal survival is, is, the, is the point. There yeah. is that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but this is why I work for to save up for therapy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's so, worth it in the end. I think our kids yeah. will need it after seeing us dress as big fannies. So, yeah, that's yeah. why you work. Yeah, yeah exactly. Have you um, tried to get him in? Because my, my eldest son is seven and I've tried to get him into cooking and we do a bit of baking. If it's a cake, basically, which yeah. I, I don't really like baking, but if it's a cake, they will do it. But generally, they're not very into it. Have you got any tips for getting kids into um, Well, like I said, my eldest does not like... Oh, he loves cooking. My youngest loves baking. Whereas my second child, my middle child does not like, he doesn't like being in the kitchen. And so at first I was very much like, the other two were in the kitchen quite a lot. So I was like, come on, join in, join in. And I think I was being a little bit pushy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tried so hard not to be. And I was like, oh no, I could hear my mum. I was like, oh no, I'm, I'm doing that weird pushy mum thing. And so I just left him to it. But if I leave him to it, he just goes straight to the video game. So mm-hmm. I said, do you fancy doing something else in here? And so now he loves doing the washing and he loves to sweep the floors and he likes to do everything around the kitchen but not necessarily the cooking itself. Um, And through time, over the last maybe two, three years, he watches the others chop things up and he's become intrigued in the way that they chop and it's like oh let me have a go at that and so he's kind of done it naturally himself so Mm. it's kind of weird it's just he's done it in a He's done it himself without me. Just got... p- pretend like you're enjoying it and they might join you. They might join in. <laughs> I'll give it a go. Yeah. Why not video games, you see? So I'd probably be with the middle one. I'd probably oh, be off. I used to be a video games journalist. So I'd be like... Yeah. Twiddling the knobs. Your mum can make the biscuits, son. <laughs> Bit of Fortnite, let's go. <laughs> um, have you... Do you cook with them most nights? So like when you're cooking like the family meals and things Absolutely like that? Absolutely not. I'd go mad if I was cooking with Fair them. Fair enough, good. Like that this. is the correct answer, mm. Nadia. Yeah, you'd go insane if you're cooking with them every t- every single day. Just you couldn't... I couldn't do it. Um, no, I cook on a... For them... I normally cook on a Sunday or a Saturday evening. We'll cook together, so we'll put it all together... And I cook five meals um, and then stick them all in the fridge, between the fridge and the freezer. And then, so like this week, uh, I've cooked on the Saturday and so I, I won't go in the kitchen unless it's for work or for pleasure. I don't go in there. Dinner's cooked, it's ready. It's just somebody mm, has to What do you do for pleasure in the kitchen, Nadia? <laughs> <laughs> Make flapjacks. Oh, fair enough, yeah. Fair doesn't enough, everybody? Yeah. Cup of tea, yeah. yeah. yeah that's it. <laughs> if I'm feeling wild, it'll be Earl Grey. Oh, yes. Oh, treat yes. yourself. Very nice. <laughs> So that's great. So do you, but do you ever just do you ever resort to the old fish fingers, chicken nuggets? I like a fish finger. Who how doesn't do you, like a fish yeah, finger? Yes. So how? So I have this thing. I, I'm slightly obsessed with fish fingers. Now that you've said it, I kind of feel like eating fish fingers. You know, having to <laughs> let's bring go. In. No, but let's go out after this. Yeah. I know a little great little place down the road. McDonald's, they do a good fish finger yeah. burger. Okay. We're close personal friends with Captain Birdseye, so we can text him. <laughs> yeah. along. He came to our uh, party, our anniversary party that we have. He's quite handsy. Right. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> He's an Italian actor called Ricardo, and he could touch me in every hole. Anyway, <laughs> do go on. Fish fingers. Yes. Right. I mean, that's what he said to I me. I love a fish um, finger. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, Sorry. you're great. You're great. You're not being paid enough for this. You're um, great. Good. You just like think of this stuff, just yeah. like that. Just, just all just the filth. Always there. Yeah. Is it always there? The filth. Always. We're always filthy, aren't we? Really? Always. So you love a fish finger. I love a fish finger. So what I do whenever I make fish fingers, I always make a few extra, and then stick them in the fridge so I can go in the fridge and eat them cold. Oh, so you make your own fish fingers? Yes. No, not like no. I straight out of the box. Like. Oh, I think, yeah, yeah. Right. She's Sorry, not I'm an idiot, Ellie. Like, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. What? No. <laughs> it's like saying you forge your own coat hangers. Why yeah. would you do that? <laughs> no. Oh. Um, but I always make enough and stick some in the fridge and then just yes. eat. I like them cold. Yes. So I like a cold fish finger. They've almost got a little bit, still a bit of a crunch on them though. You can sort of, I just, like them too. I just, they're yeah. a bit meatier. 
but we have this thing where we have fish finger challenges so we want to see how many fish fingers you can eat in awesome. one sitting how many mm. do you think you could eat oh i can 11. Oh, i would i was gonna say eight but now i feel like i should uh, beat beat you i'm gonna say 12 but i'd probably be sick what about you uh, the most i've had is 18. <gasps> But I, I was being polite and leaving the other two. I could have totally eaten the other two. It was a box, two, two boxes of 10 and I'd eaten 18 and I thought, should I just leave those two? And I kind of left them in the fridge and then I, you know, that thing where somebody else eats them and I, I, I live with the regret even now. Oh. Five years later, I still really regret not eating those two fish fingers. When we get our TV show, will you come on our TV show and do the fish finger challenge with us? Let's yeah. do Let's it. Let's make it fucking happen. Let's make it happen. We yeah. need to do this. Are yeah. you listening? Somebody, anybody give them a show. Dave. Is, <laughs> the papers are going to pick this up. This is going to be the cover of the Daily Mail. My fish finger bin shame by TV's Nadia. <laughs> This is going to get picked up, guys, and tell you. You've made a massive PR error. There is no shame in fish fingers. No. Do you shove them all in at once like a marshmallow? No, no, no. I mean, there's no time. Yeah, you're not savage. No, I mean, take your time. You can cut the reef you want. Oh. Yeah, change it up. (laughs) A different sauce. Oh. What would you put with a fish finger? I like a salad cream. Oh, yes, yes. Very strong. I like a salad cream, uh, maybe a sweet chilli. I was going to say that. Um, Ketchup, mayo. But I like have... I have a variation of sauces so that mm. when one set of fish fingers starts to taste the same, I'll change it up mm. and then it changes it and then I can keep going. Yes, but yes, I got yes. to 18, but I reckon I could do more than 20. Wow. Well, Helen, you and I better get in training. The yeah. challenge has ready. been set, my yeah. friend. Yeah. Bring it. I will wipe the floor with you. Because <laughs> I was going to ask you, what is your sort of desert island dish? Would it be fish fingers? Like if there was one thing, if you were on a desert island and you yeah. only had the ingredients to make one thing for the rest of your, your time on the island. On this island, would I have a fully functioning kitchen? Yeah. Yes, let's say that. Yes, yes, you would. Yeah. On, on a desert you, island. You'd yeah. be, it'd be like at least. Have you, have you thought this through? No, but just let's go with it. Go with it. Go with it. Just copy it off the radio. Right. Because I haven't heard that question before. Uh, would, I have a, <laughs> would I have a Bay Marie? Uh, would I have a sous vide? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Okay. Um, not a sous vide then. <laughs> um, I knew. I was calling your bluff. <laughs> I, I, do you know what? If I was on a desert island, I wouldn't want to cook for myself. I would want. My desert island dish, like what's yeah. the thing that I would or, eat? Or what about the death row dish? You know, you're just yeah, about to be killed. It. All right, we're just about Is that to... a better question? Yeah, we're right. just yeah. about to show like we're getting wound up in admin. Your question was rubbish. Yeah, well... But I wrote it. Some would say okay. you, take it, you took it too seriously. <laughs> uh, I take my desert island questions very seriously. They're very important. What's your favourite dish, Nadia? I think this is what we're yeah. trying to get to. <laughs> we're being fancy. My... Um, I think my favourite dish is anything that I haven't cooked myself mm-hmm. because I spend so much time in the kitchen cooking sometimes it's really nice not to cook it yourself uh, fish and chips yeah. fish and chips mushy peas curry sauce and always put vinegar in the mushy peas oh. and then mix it up oh my goodness oh I've got it. a life oh, hack yeah, a life hack. I've done that salivating thing game changer Ooh. but a pickled egg but I never just bite into the pickled egg before I eat it I always grate it so you've got like grate kind of... My mind is being salty. fucking blown! Yeah, grate your pickled egg. Grate your... Again, this is yet another motivational quote. This is one it's gonna, I'm going to put on a picture of Mount Everest. Grate your pickled egg. TV's not doing the same. Yeah, can we put that on a t-shirt? Oh, I, I would wear that. Grate your pickled egg. Yes. <laughs> Let's make Britain grate its pickled eggs again. <laughs> Amazing oh. scenes. Oh well, I, 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 
I mean, I don't ask any more questions about your desert island. I'm certainly not going to talk about books or anything. <laughs> yeah. um, so shall we, shall we have a bit of Bake Off chat? Yes. Are, are you bored of ch- talking about the Bake Off yet, Nadia? No, not You want me to say yes. No, I want you to, you know, <laughs> to say, to say your own person. <laughs> Tell me your truth. Tell me your truth. <laughs> it's, it's a common question. <laughs> You're not original. <laughs> no, nobody ever pretended we were. No. Uh, um, yeah, it, it's a long time ago. Can you believe it? it's three and a half years? Wow. It's just like a little over three and a half years. So it's a little bit... I quite like watching it, but I, I like to... Uh, like all normal people, let's just let's just admit that we don't need Dr. Erka shoved in our face four times. Yeah. Um, and I don't need four cups of tea. So I record it and I fast forward and watch as much as I can bear. Mm. Very good. Yeah. But does it take you back? Like watching it, do you still feel the feelings of like the first day that you walked into the it's, tent? It's or? really odd because after... After Mel and Sue left mm. and the new guys came, um, Sandy and Noel came in and Prue, it feels like a different show for me. Because yeah. for us, Mel and Sue, Mary, Paul, that was the bake-off that I had always known. And the year after that, it was, uh, it was the last year that they'd done it. And, and for me, when I watch any series with Mel and Sue and, and, and Mary in it, for me, that's the bake-off I remember. That was our bake-off. And um, I think... It's the same Bake Off, but slightly different now. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, it doesn't feel like the same tent anymore. Not to say that it's bad in any way. and it, I think it's still a great show and it still does the same thing, but it feels really different to me. Yeah. Because for me, so much of that experience was the bits in between that you guys don't get to see where Mel and Sue come up and give you a little hug and say, hey, you know what, it's going to be all right. It's just cake. It's okay. Oh. And, and you don't. nobody sees that. No. And I think... If you could switch those cameras on and see what really happens sometimes, you, it's quite an emotional experience, so it's just not the same make-off for me. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm. Was, was there a moment where you thought, before it was announced, where you thought, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I am going to win? No. I am, really? No, 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 no. Not even when I'd won. Really? Even after I'd known that I'd won and people were watching it, I was sat back looking thinking, she's not going to win. <laughs> She's actually not going to win this. No, thing. no. The but big I, tall guy is. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fireman. Yeah, yeah. And the prison, the prison governor. Yeah. yeah. It's like they're going to win. It's not going to be me. And um, I never thought for a second that I was going to win. And even at the point where we were stood there and Tamal and Ian were stood next to me, I was looking down at my shoes and they were covered in icing sugar and flour. And all I could think was, I better get these shoes in the washing machine sharpish because mm. they need cleaning and they're black. Yeah. And, and everyone's going to think I've got a massive coke habit. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. Which, terrible. Which I mean, it can drive you. To that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. You know, it's... it can drive you to that. The pressure mm. of being in that tent at that moment, and they announced my name. And not even then, for a minute, did I think that I was. I was like, "What?" They just said my name. But I actually, you know, I actually handed the trophy back to Paul. Yeah. Because like, you were like, what, just a cake stand? <laughs> what? I'd get one of these in Argos. It's it made of money. <laughs> Where's the check? <laughs> um, I handed it back and I said, are you sure you've made, are you, you've made a mistake? Because I don't think that's for me. I think, do you want to redo this all over again and give it back to it? And I, now that I work in telly, I realise they were never going to redo it or give mm. it back to anyone. But, I, even then, at that point, I was willing to give it back because I thought they'd made a mistake. Mm. Um, because then you have to go into hiding. You have to... You then have to shut up about it what, for about three months, isn't it? Or uh, about six weeks. Oh, okay. So That's you a... have to hide it. Mm. And But at this point, we'd already sold our house and we were moving um, down south. And so we'd sold the house and I'd won, but we had people coming in and viewing. But they were opening up the cupboards and there's this Bake Off trophy. 
up there. And I'm thinking, okay, that's got to change. This is when you need the body bag. This is <laughs> so I did this thing where I'd wrapped it up in a uh, in a couple of bits of bubble wrap, and you could see distinctly it's a it's it's um it was a cake stand in the wardrobe. Which yeah, but nobody would think that was a prize. <laughs> but they were people were viewing, but people were viewing the house yeah. while Bake Off was on. So when they put oh. two and two together and oh. then they see a trophy inside your wardrobe, they're like, she won. Hang on, hang oh, on. Right, they, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and so my husband said, well, you'd be an awful murderer because you're never going to be able to hide the body. That, like that. That's it. There's so, a leg in the wardrobe exactly. and an arm so in the he fridge. Said, he said, yeah. you're just not very good at this. So he then uh, bought, a, you know, those suitcases, the one, that, like the Russian doll suitcases. Oh, so yeah. he bought a set of six and he put this, the, the cake stand in the smallest suitcase and then put that suitcase in the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one. <laughs> I mean, there's careful and there's stupid. <laughs> he goes, well, there's no way anyone's gonna ever see that cake stand. And I said, house. Well, you could. I said, well, well, my dad. After I got the trophy, my dad said, um, I can have that trophy, right? <laughs> I said, why, why, why do you get to have the trophy that I just won? He goes, because you're my daughter. Give and it over. Goes, so you. He goes. And I couldn't understand the logic. He was like, so this is in his hand and I don't know, give back my trophy. <laughs> I don't care if it's rubbish, you've got to give me my trophy back. I was taking this trophy off him and he was like, yeah, but you won, but you're my daughter. And I go, I don't get it. I don't get it. Also, why do you want a cake stand? Exactly. You're not the from Lakeland. Yeah. Just you buy your own cake stand. Well, you stand. can't put a curry on a cake stand and that's wow. about as far as he goes. Why so. didn't you disguise the cake stand by putting a cake on it? Because it's not very useful as a cake stand. <laughs> It is wonky. Oh, think it through, guys. I Come know. on. It's a, it's a little bit. It's got a little wonk in the middle. Oh, man. So you can't oh, really. It's a wonk in the middle. So you you can't put a you can't use it as a cake. Can't turn. put a cake on it. Oh. This is the this is the saddest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Sort honestly. it out, Paul. Sort it out. <laughs> yes. Now, one more thing about the final is your speech that made me cry, and I may cry again. Had you thought about what you wanted to say, or was that something that just sort of came? spontaneously yeah uh, people ask me all the time like did you think about that and you know is it something that you thought about had you written it down but it was uh, those those couple of sentences they were a combination of 10 weeks of not just 10 weeks of hard work and giving up a lot of yourself it was whatever I said at that very end um, was a combination of everything that I've experienced through life to get to a point where it it was just much more than those 10 weeks and I think anyone who um, knows me or kind of understands why I did it and, and, and why I was there in the first place will, will know that those three weeks were a combination of just, I, you know, I've spent my whole life constantly kind of battling, be it culture, religion, you name it, being a woman, being a stay-at-home mum. There's always someone telling you, you're not good enough, you can't do this, you can't do that. There's always hurdles to jump over. And it got to a point where when I won Bake Off, even though at that point I was willing to give the trophy back and film the whole thing again, I was like, do you know what? I, I can actually, I can, I can do this. Mm. Um, and, and more to the point, I will do it. And, and, that's, and that's why I'm still here is because nobody, um, I won't let them forget me. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can't forget me. Yeah. No. Give me a wobbly cake stand all day long. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I'm coming I'm back. I'm going yeah. nowhere. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Awesome. So what would you say then to someone who's... Because it feels like that was a moment for you, wasn't it? That was like a, a sort of... But what would you say to someone who's sort of in the earlier bit where you are anxious and worried about stuff and you don't know if you can do it and all these people are telling you you can't do it, whatever. What, what advice do you have, I suppose? It was hard enough just getting there. I remember getting there to... I remember getting to week one, making it to the final 12 and then making it. And I said to my husband, look, what am I supposed to do? Because he's the one who applied for me. So I said, what on earth am I supposed to do now? I've made it. He goes, okay, so now all you do is go and film the show. Whatever you do, don't get kicked out week one because that would be really embarrassing. (laughs) So relaxing. So So, supportive. So motivational. Thanks. (laughs) Don't fuck it up. So week one, and everybody ices the side of their cake in the technical challenge and I don't because I thought I was like being because I never iced the side of a cake because my husband hates loads of icing so I was like hey so I'm just doing what I would normally do at home get a grip you've watched this show for years you do whatever you copy everyone mm. that's you it's, technical challenge is not the point where you start to no, you go don't go free balling no you no. don't go it alone you yeah. copy you look around and you copy and I didn't and I thought I was being really clever and I realised that I'd made a massive mistake and I thought I was going I remember calling my husband that night saying yeah I'm going to get kicked out I was like oh man I was like, why are you so disappointed? He goes, because I can't brag now. I was like, there's nothing to show off. Because if you get kicked out week one, I've got nothing to show off about. Um, um, And from week one to week ten, I can't even count how many times I had a panic attack and how how I really, really struggled. So was was that fear of failure or was it fear of being on the telly or was it was it a combination? Of I can't control my panic attacks. They come whenever they want to and I have no control over them and they leave when they want as well. So I have they're like an un, un, uninvited guest um, and they just, just they come and they go as they please. So I, I had zero control over over over, the, over them. So I just the one thing that I would say to anyone who is who wants who's kind of afraid to do something I think what the one thing I always told myself was face your fears and you only really know that that fear was irrational till you only you don't really know that that fear was irrational till you come out the other side and look back at it and say actually you're not that bad Uh, and to me each step of doing bake-off was a little bit of me saying to myself do you know what I can be scared and I can come out the other side and I can do it and I think that's what um I think that's what it taught me and and like now in the last three and a half years I've done some crazy things that have 
scare the life out of me, but I do them because I know it's not going to kill me. You yeah. know, you know, I, it, I'll be fine. I'll be, I'll come out the other side and, and, you know, I can look back at fear and say, in your face fear, you know, it's not that bad. Mm. But, you know, like I said, I can't control my panic attacks. Um, I had a food shop about, this is one of the worst panic attacks I've ever had. It was looming all day and the food shop came in and I ordered coriander and they gave me parsley and I had a panic attack and I went blue and I've collapsed. What I want to know is in what planet is coriander the same as parsley? I mean, that's the, what I was, that's the most important of that story to me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how could they get that wrong? Why did they do that to you? How is parsley a substitute no, for coriander? No, it is not. They may not. look the same, but they taste completely different. No, do they not that, know that? Idiots. I know. Oh, so it wasn't like a mistake. It was like they didn't have any coriander in the shops. So they gave you parsley. Substitute. That's not okay. No, not okay. at all. I want my money back. Too right. Yeah. You had them killed. Yes. Um, Thank you. <laughs> Justice served. Yeah, exactly right. So, um, your uh, self-help book, How to Face Your Fear and Always Great Your Pickled Egg, is out next year. Yeah. But also, you've got a book out <laughs> this year. <laughs> no, dear. I'm just, I'm just pitching it for you. Oh. We're in Penguin now. Yeah. Can we pitch it? Now, do you like the sound of that? Great ladies, that egg. We've got some PR yeah. publishing ladies here. Is that a thumbs up? Yeah. Three thumbs up. Oh, three thumbs up and one maybe. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's two out of three. That's all we have to do to get through the next round of X Factor, isn't it? So I'll yeah. take that. 15%. This is like the Chinese houses. Uh, <laughs> don't you get in there love <laughs> Great, well, we'll talk later yeah. Nadia um, uh, so yeah but tell us about your, your new book that's out now Time yeah. to Eat Time to Eat which is something that we seem to not have time to do anymore which mm. is it, it's such a shame because we are I mean we know you know, when you've got a young family it's really hard we're time poor we're always kind of like I feel like we're constantly juggling you know constantly juggling making the most of and just kind of just getting by and um, I have I'm, I've been the busiest I've ever been in the last four years but you know I, this, is, this is the way I, this book is about the way I've cooked for the last 13 years um, and it's about I realised when I had kids that I was spending so much time cooking that actually I wasn't spending enough time making eye contact with them and actually playing with them. So although it was great and I was enjoying myself and, and I love being in the kitchen, where's the time to actually sit down and enjoy everything else that's around me? So this book is full of delicious recipes, but lots of tips and tricks on how to extend your meals. So there's so double batching. So if you're cooking one meal, if I'm cooking a big pot of curry... Let's cook twice the amount. Let's cook some for tea today and then stick some in the freezer so you've got some for next week. So essentially, if you cook seven meals one week, you should be able to have the next week totally free mm. with all the food in your freezer. I just think that we need to utilise things like back, you know, many, many years ago, they used preserving and pickling and drying as ways of preserving food. But our freezer is our friend. That is the modern day time-saving, ingredient-saving tool that we should make the most of. Um, so definitely freeze things. You know, I've got, like, potato peelings. Most people will chuck them away. Um, but I peel all my carrots and potatoes, broccoli stalks, um, stick them all in a freezer bag, and then at the end of the week, I make a massive vegetable, thick vegetable soup. Really? I didn't yeah. know you could do that. Yeah. Mind-blown, people. Mind-blown. I mean, yeah. where were you in the war? We could have used this sort of talk. <laughs> Oh really? She's going to solve climate nice. change with this. This is amazing. Yeah, we just it's about So what you just boil it up and then blend it. What do you do? Boil it up, garlic, some, you know, chop up a whole lemon, the rind. Oh, yeah. Coriander motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Not, not parsley. Not parsley. <laughs> 
it might be parsley in this recipe. It might not be coriander. So could, yeah. Um, and then you know, lots of garlic, and if you want chilies, and then just like cook it down with some veg stock, and then just stick blender straight in, whiz it all up. Easy peasy. You got veg soup yes. for lunch, Yum. for dinner. You know, and, and it makes quite a lot. If you, you know, it depends on how much you're getting through in a week. But you know, it's why throw it away um, if you can eat it and it's not going to poison you. Cook it. Stick it in your fucking mouth. Yes. yes. Good. Mean, done. You could say about, well, like A4 paper. <laughs> or, you know, I don't know if that's true of everything. That's one piece of advice. I'm not sure <laughs> it's not going to kill you. Yeah. Just yeah. put it in your mouth. Yeah. Press stick. Uh, <laughs> not toxic. Yeah, yeah, very, very good. The, I'm not saying I want to change your life. What I'm saying is I'll give you back a couple of hours in the week where you're not having to cook. Mate, that's... you've already changed my life. You tell me about the pickled egg thing. I mean, <laughs> I've changed. I'm changed forever. Yeah. <laughs> I will always be different because of what you have... <laughs> Shared with me. <laughs> Have you seen Wicked? Well, I won't spoil it. I was just going to say, I've just seen in your book, Fish Finger Enchilada. That's it. Hello there. Oh, amigo. <laughs> Ariba, Ariba. <laughs> underlay, underlay. And other, let's say, cultural, cultural appropriation That's at best. Right. Tucker at Bell, Tucker Bell. Let's not say the other way. Uh, yes. No, that looks amazing. And oh. um, are there recipes in here for uh, picky eaters? Because, like, some kids, you know, the kids who will only eat the beige food. Like, my, my youngest son, he's having a bit, a bit of a ham phase at the moment. Right. He'll eat most things if there's some ham, at least on the side, like a little garnish. <laughs> uh, but he doesn't like spicy food, stuff okay. like that. So, are there, are there, are there sort of recipes in um, it? I'm trying to think. What could. Uh... I mean, that's got the word fries in it. He'll eat where, that. Where? What, Lava what? fries. Yeah, well, no, that's, chi- that's got chilli on top and what, loads of cheese. What, what's, ah. what's cloud bread? Cloud bread is. Um, so, it's basically egg whites and cream cheese. And so, if you like beige food, you might like this because yeah. it's very white. Um... <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, he's not like a food racist. <laughs> yeah, you made him sound like a racist. <laughs> <laughs> um, does he like coloured food? <laughs> Ask me that. <laughs> oh, oh dear. Geez. There's nothing I can say to that that's a correct answer. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like to see you get unstuck. Um, uh, but cloud bread yes. is really easy because you can use that as a base for pizza. So it's really easy. You whip up egg whites, you fold in some cream cheese, and then you bake it in the oven. And so you've got Ooh. this puffy, kind of white, gluten-free bread that you could put you could put any toppings on top of it like tomatoes some cheese it's really delicious really easy i think you'd eat that that sounds great yeah yeah, awesome yeah Yeah. and what is corn beef sub oh i love corn beef so do i yeah i love corn beef but i couldn't find the halal equivalent Mm. uh, for years and then and then i kind of like gorged on it and ate it quite a lot Mm. so it's basically corn beef in a sub I mean, ding dong. Yeah. That's what it says on the tin. Exactly. Literally on the tin. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's things in there like really. Ooh. There's fun things in there like um, the cereal milk ice cream, which is basically <gasps> cream soaked in really sweet cereal. Like your Cheerios and other brands are available. Yeah. Yes. And then whizzed up, and then whisked, and then just turned into an ice cream. Really easy. No churning. Straight in the freezer. Wow. And it tastes. Like breakfast cereal. Can you do it with cocoa pops? You could if you want to. That's do. it. He's gonna lose his shit. That's All right, it. It's gonna yeah. change his life. Yeah, yeah, change yeah. his life. Just do that. Wait, All preserved good. lemon tray. The, that's oh yes, my yes, 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 yes. Chocolate chip pan cookie. Mm. So there was for such a long time, I never had an oven, so mm. I only had the stove top. So I would make my chocolate chip cookies um, on the stove top. So if you just make your dough and then put it into a frying pan and just leave it on a really low heat, you can bake that cookie and then while it's still warm you just like scoop it out with a bit of ice cream and then that's it lush 
We awesome. could basically list all the recipes. They're all delicious. We could. We could. You should buy her book, Stop listener. Uh, where can people get your book, Nadia? <laughs> She, all right, so she's got this thing. She always says to people, like, we'll be and where is your book available? Is this a person is ever going to go, well, there's only one bookshop. Yeah. Uh, it's up on Charing Cross. Like, like, Milton where Keynes. Does anyone get, <laughs> where does anyone get a book? I'm assuming it's available in the shops, well, or are no... you personally posting them out to people by No, there, well, there are no flaps in this book, so no. it's always really, really good. Yes, clean, excellent. Cleaning up as I go. Very nice. Um, and there's some lovely photos of you. Look. Look, you're, you're labelling, labelling some, some chutney. Wait, Very nice. The, 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 uh, you've got to see my chickens. One's named Miss Waffles. And uh-huh. uh, we've got Kruczak, which means chicken in Polish. And then we've got Dijaja, which means chicken in Arabic. Very good. So very... They were wild. Multicultural. Very diverse. Yeah, we are. We're a diverse family, we are. Look, yeah. there they are. Oh, oh that's the lovely. The joy on your face. They are lovely. Those babies. And Rosa. Oh. And Rosa. Oh. But yeah, they uh, they make us very happy. Which it's a bit sad because right next to their page there are some eggs. <laughs> which came first? Um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was a good effort, mate. Thanks. Uh, um, now, Nadia, we always like to end the podcast with a scummy mummy confession. My scummy mummy confession this week is that my son said, "Mummy, mummy, come to the toilet with me." I said, "Why?" He said, "Because I've saved up my poo so we can have a long chat." <laughs> That's How old is he? Seven. Oh, that's not yeah. going to last. No, so that was nice. That's cute. That, that paints a nice picture, doesn't that does, it? Did yeah. you sit in with him? Yeah, we had a chat. I couldn't oh, cope with that. No. Just too many sounds. And... No, no, it's just many sounds. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's nice. oh. yeah. I mean, yeah, but you know, it came from a nice place, so to speak. So when we had my son circumcised, uh, we. Lol. Yeah, which is. <laughs> He's not gonna. He's not gonna. He's not gonna be very happy. About he's not gonna listen. He's to not this. gonna care anyway. And you're not saying which son. So. Yeah, no, fine. exactly. I've only got two. Um, if I had one, that would be awful. But yeah, no. So I've got. Um, so I had my son circumcised, and actually, it's, I think it's happened with both of them. But with the first one, I was really cautious and I was really nervous. So I kind of left him just like open in the hope that it would all just dry up and just all be fine and I didn't ask for any advice because when you have your first kid what you everyone's will everyone wants to give you their advice and everyone wants to say oh you should be doing this you should be doing that and so I was like I can do this this is fine and I didn't realize like his first we that doesn't come out in the right direction so it kind of like goes like this and it comes out in lots of like extremes like, like a, a fountain no, like, like a firework a, no like those things that come out of the lawn like sprinkler right oh. so there's no stream there's like a sprinkler situation wow so I had no idea so I could see he's like ready to I, I could see like trickles and I was like oh he's gonna wee so what do I do I kind of step aside in the hope that I, he's just gonna do it and then I could just clean up after him and then he goes like straight into my face <laughs> This is brilliant, yes. So straight into my face, and then by which point I'm like really worried that he's not okay and I'm fine. And then a day later, I'd realized that I didn't really wash myself. So I was like, (laughs) What is that smell? I only realized after the smell, I was like, Oh, that might be the piss on my face. Oh, that'll do it. It's not the pickled egg. You are a scummy mummy. She is queen of the bake-off and queen of the... Queen? And queen of the scummy mummies. That is You are amazing. I mean, I'd hoped for a lot from this podcast because you are one of our heroes. I did not think to myself she'll tell us a story about having piss on her face. So thank you so much for sharing. That is a lovely, lovely I'm really hoping the publishers and the agents will let us leave that bit in the podcast. Don't say it. That's that's not an option. Why do you mention that? 
and it's our podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, we good. own it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. So, uh, your book, Time to Eat, is, will it be out when? The, what's, what's the date? 11th of July. 11th of July. So, and what's next? More books? More hopefully, telly? What are you going to do? Yeah, hopefully. Just keep doing this till somebody says that you're an imposter. Get the hell out. Mm. So, yeah, I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. Well. And, and and just for my mother, you made the queen her birthday cake. I did. And that was all right? Yeah, that was all right. Scary, cool. a little yeah. bit scary. Um and it was one of those things that I hadn't you know when you don't realize what you're doing and then you're doing you're like, "Okay, that's the queen." And I've had to make her a cake and it was one of the most surreal moments of my life, but it happens very quickly. She is like an apparition. Yeah. She just turns up and she's gone. And then we don't know where she's gone, but she did come up and then I obviously went over to her and I like, I was slightly nervous Muslim mm-hmm. woman handing the queen a knife like I don't know how much I mean, do you know what I'm saying so, there's a lot of history like, there guys <laughs> so I'm just saying like, slightly nervous it's like let's go over and let's cut this cake so she cut this cake and then Prince Philip comes over and I didn't know he was there and then she said oh so this is the young lady who won the baking competition and I was like that's it I've made it she introduced me to Prince Philip and he did not say anything re- remotely racist <laughs> then that must have been the best if the best thing you can say about that experience is like a man, was, member of the establishment was not racist towards me I mean that's a great day isn't it, it? that's a great out. moment it yeah. was a lovely everyone had a lovely time uh, had a lovely time and nobody was offended great <laughs> win for all cultures <laughs> I mean, Helen knows how I feel about the royal family, so I'm glad uh, yeah, I enjoyed that very much. <laughs> Just, we, we differ in opinion, and I really like them. So there we go. Okay, mm. so should we end the podcast, Ellie? Yes, let's end the podcast, Helen. Oh, Nadia Hussein, thank you so much for thank being an you. amazing guest. You've been thank so much fun. Thank, thank you. you. And I should be grating a pickled egg the minute I get home. I cannot <laughs> wait. I literally cannot wait. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, do go to scummyminds.com for all the tickets for all the live shows. We're going to Edinburgh, Helen. We are. We'll be there the whole month. Please come and see us. We're at seven fifty in the assembly rooms. So you going to come up to Edinburgh? I think I might. Ooh. Go on there. We'll share a fish and chips together. We'll grate some eggs. Do it. That's okay. the dream. <laughs> thank you. I so was going to say it'll be the first time eggs have been grated live on stage at Edinburgh, but it almost certainly isn't. It's probably been done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Deep fried. Our know. book is still in print. Well, we're recording this a few months in advance, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. No, so we're a comedy devlet called Scummy um, Mummy. Yeah. That's the theory. So we're actually two of right. Britain's leading Brexiteers. Uh, <laughs> Extremely right wing, and um, we want to put Britain first, and that's what we'd like to talk to you about. Today. Yeah, don't think I haven't been there before. Do you actually think I haven't been there? Oh, oh, God. Oh. Can we talk about cake, please? All oh, right, yeah. yeah. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.